This is another five star production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a bonus episode of the Tribe Talk Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, I have my boy, Stats and Research, Brandon. How's it going? And the other two are not here because this is a bonus episode. We are recording this on a Friday. You will be hearing this on a Saturday. What's up, Brandon? Nothing much, man. We have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. So um, if you want to hear some... Well, we want to discuss college football, a little bit of hockey, and you know some others and all other things in sports. You can listen to the podcast, of course, that drops on Monday. But for this episode, me and Brandon will be talking about some of the more um, pending news. I guess they will say that's going on right you now. You could call it pending. Sports. I, I like to call it spicy. Spicy, uh, exciting. It's, it's gotten all the people going. The uh, the kind of news that you know we if we did it on a. Uh, Sunday, typically, that podcast would probably be three hours long. Yes, so we're trying to do y'all a favor and also do ourselves a favor by just getting it off our chest. So, let's start. Brian Flores, former coach of the Dolphins, yes. um, this yeah. week decided to file a lawsuit against the NFL. That's right. And the Giants and the, the Broncos, and I, I think the Dolphins are even named on it. Um, yes, they are. Um, Mr. Uh, Rosa Parks, I mean, <laughs> Brian. Brian Rosa Parks. Brian Rosa Parks. Can we title the episode that? I, look, I'm game, man. Brian Rosa Parks. I'm game. Brian Parks. Brian, nah. It has to be Brian Rosa Parks. Nah, you got to go Brian Rosa Parks Flores. I just, does his lawyer know the story of Rosa Parks? Um, Here's the thing. Okay, I don't know what your issue with it is. Um, and w- if you want, we can get a little bit deeper into it later. But the, gen- the basically the basis of my issue, it is not for... Brian Flores or his lawyer to determine whether he is the Rosa Parks of the NFL. That's not for him to determine. Well, why Rosa Parks? There's other people he could have named. That's also true. Like if you wanted to do, if you really wanted to catch a headline, you could have said Kaepernick. That's more recent. Yeah, but Kaepernick has already been done in that league, and he is not a well liked figure. Well, well, if you ask around the league, neither is Flores, depending on who you ask. That's also true. Okay. But here's so. the, the point. All right. I guess we're going to get into it now. Um, so for those of you that did not hear, uh, Brian Flores did the uh, media circus on Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Thursday went on, on Get Up in particular, went on Get Up and was interviewed by Mike Greenberg uh, with his lawyer as His well. two lawyers. They were, they were both on there, right? Yes. Yeah. With his two lawyers. And... Um, as they were, you know, going through the lawsuit and, and why Brian Flores is doing this, one of his lawyers, who, to quote Carl Douglas, that Anglo-Saxon brother, uh, decided to chime in and say that Brian Flores is the Rosa Parks of the NFL. And m- my personal opinion on that is I do not like that phrasing. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel that that phrasing is an insult to the black community. And Rosa Parks. And Rosa Parks as well. Because he actually got arrested. Um, 
Brian, uh, I, I don't believe Brian Flores has had anything to do with that because that's the kind of thing that sounds like a, um, a white person might say. Um, thinking that you were going to um, galvanize That's the a black community. Grabber. It's a headline grabber, exactly, and kind of galvanize the black community behind Brian Flores. Not that that needed to happen anyway. He already had not just the support of the black community, but the football community as a whole. Um, and, you know, y- you say a name like that, you grab attention, you get, get, get the headline, and that's just... Uh, I I just feel like if he had hired a black attorney or at least a black attorney was up there with him on TV, uh, they would not have made the well, same. Well, OK, so before before I give my opinion on this, I just want to write a disclaimer. Of course, all uh, views and thoughts do not represent Tribe Talk or Five Star Production. So yes, these are my own opinions. These, are these this may is not even opinion. reflect the opinions of Robert. Yes, and that my opinion might affect him. OK, so let me get started. So in my opinion. Should he have filed a lawsuit? No. Based off of what I've heard, no. Now, if maybe more stuff comes out that gives more merit to a lawsuit, I can understand. But from even what I've heard from other people who have talked who are lawyers, once they saw what he had filed, they said there was little to no merit to his case for racial discrimination. Can he, like, like, I think even if he filed a, a, a lawsuit about getting, like, fired, like, unjustly, I think he almost, he, he, would, he would make more case. He'd probably have a better case. He'd have case a better case that. based off of the stuff they said about Stephen Ross, which goes to my point why it has little to no merit, in my opinion, for racial discrimination. The stuff that, that supposedly has an issue with Stephen Ross have nothing to do with race. It's just, yeah. Stephen Ross is just maybe a bad owner. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, well. I think the only reason he named Stephen Ross in there is because Stephen Ross and the Dolphins, after they fired him, embarked on a disgusting smear campaign against this man. I, he, this is, he, that's him being petty. He is, he is. I think he's salty. He I personally think this whole, this whole lawsuit is he's salty that he, that he doesn't have a, a head coaching job. And he's, and he's upset about it. And he's known to be a person, as you have you seen when he was a coach, he's a very passionate person. Yes, definitely. So, and you know, when he gets mad. He and gets he gets mad. mad. He gets mad. We've heard the stories. He'll, he'll, he'll argue with uh, journalists, anybody. Anybody can get it, you know. So, but I don't really feel like this is, you know, the guy who should – you know, be out here trying to do the racial discrimination. And honestly, um, let's be honest. Like, is there is there an issue with coaching? There's a lack of black coaches in the NFL. Yes. That's, you know, everybody knows that. You see that in almost all industries. There's a, there's a, there's a, as far as sports goes. In sports, but in in almost any uh, industry, there's a, there's a a diversity issue, right? Yeah. Whether no matter the group, there's some form of of diversity, diversity lack of diversity in some general aspect. So that's one. Um, Do I think that maybe him doing this is might help bring light to it? Yes. But do I also think that him doing this was kind of unnecessary for maybe him? Definitely. Like, you know, you know, I thought she'd done this type of lawsuit. Steve Wilkes. Exactly. Exactly. Ding right there. Steve Wilkes should have been the type of reason this lawsuit. Not the dude who, who had a coaching job for three years and was getting interviewed for other jobs. And it wasn't. And even though he might feel like they were pointless interviews or feel like he wasn't getting a fair shake, he was probably going to get a job and might possibly get another coaching job again. It's not like he, he wasn't Steve Wilkes. He wasn't like this. Whore. He like even think about it. As bad as Hugh Jackson is, in my opinion, as a coach personally, he he had two coaching jobs. Three. Wasn't he the Raiders coach? 
I oh I only count the Raiders and the Browns. Where's the other one? Wasn't he the coach of the Bengals? No, was he the Marvin Lewis. He was the offensive. He coordinator. was the offense coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had three head coaching jobs. Like it's not like he had his turn. He sucked. Yeah, he just wasn't good. He wasn't good. He wasn't good. That's not racial. You suck. Now and also we everybody knows how the NFL is. The NFL is literally the it's not what you know, it's who you know league. It's legitimately legit relationships and nepotism. That's literally how the the league yeah, has been run for years. He is, he is well connected as a um, uh, Bill Belichick. Hell, they gave Ro- Romeo Cornell like two or three jobs. Romeo Cornell he, had two jobs. He he's always terrible. been. He's always your in, your interim head coach. Yeah, and he still didn't. He, he was he was an interim fairly recently too. Yes, uh, I think for the Texans. The Texans last year. Yeah. For Bill O'Brien, and I mean like Romeo Cornell, like whatever. And I'm not saying there's not good black coaches. We have, like, Mike Tom. I mean, and, like, look, like, personally, like, do I think Anthony Lynn was um, that much? I don't even – I think I might always think he might be a better coach than Brandon um, Stanley. Oh, Brian's – yeah. Like, uh, I don't – yeah. I mean, look, they got – I'm not – like, I'm not going to say that Brian Flores shouldn't have filed the lawsuit. Um and I understand, especially, I, I just think he, he filed this lawsuit out of emotion, and that's what I don't think he should have done. If he, you know, he, he was upset. Um, that he didn't get a and job. He, I'm not even going to say that he didn't get a job. I think you feel he like was he wasn't a, given a fair shake. He probably, I'm sure he felt like, because the Broncos one dates back to, was it 2018 or 2019? The Broncos one is 2019, but yeah, if I'm correct. So, like, you know, I'm sure he felt that, He's been slided before, but the, you know. But the coach they hired before that was Vince Joseph. But yes, but again, okay. So now, now you're getting into something that that. Um, well, remember his whole point is that he's being discriminated, but then on top of that, that the whole league is being discriminated, which I'm not denying. But I mean, there is some parts of discrimination. I just don't know if there's enough to win a, a class action lawsuit. What we have to do is we have to be careful by saying, okay, the Broncos hired Vance Joseph, who is black. For those of you that do not know, um, therefore, because they only last like a year. That's so. true. <laughs> therefore, they do not. That means they don't, you know, have. Whether racially or, or otherwise biased um, hiring practices, that's not necessarily the case. Because um, one thing that they, um, one thing that is kind of known around the league, and if you actually think about it, um, the they tend to organizations will hire the the black coach when they're trying to lose. Um, as uh, I believe it's uh, uh, what's his name, Dominique Foxworth calls the black job. Uh, um, I mean, that, that, that's that's fair. And so... You know I feel about Steve Wilkes getting fired for Cliff Kingsbury's full ass. Yeah, exactly. And that, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, the Cliff Kingsbury-Steve Wilkes situation is like is probably like the poster child of that. But that would be the person that should be, like, I would feel like should be the, the leader of the racial discrimination, not the dude I, who... I agree. And that's part of why I think he should not have filed this lawsuit out of emotion, because if he had... First things first, there's no reason for him to... to um, to rush filing this lawsuit this isn't gonna change i mean the likelihood is they had two jobs left open he interviewed Um, for one of them he interviewed for both and there was no decision made oh yeah that's true he interviewed for both he was finalist um at least what was reported he was reported to be a finalist for both the texans job are his people from the patriots like that's who's making that decision over there and the saints he might have been a good Um, fit there 
Yeah, but I think that job's going to go to Dennis Allen. Um, everything that at least has been reported is that they want to kind of continue what Sean Payton has going over there, and they think Dennis Allen, you know, in-house guy, Even though he wasn't really a good head coach when he was with the Raiders. Too. Okay, um, okay, you see my y- point. You know, but um, – and then I, I, I think – Maybe Josh McCown might be the favorite for that Texans job. It looks like it's going to be his job. Um, so, you know, like he could have at least waited for those jobs to get filled, in which case, th- you know, if they hire two white coaches. And, I mean, if we assume the Dolphins hire Mike McDaniel, who is half black, um, you're looking at what, what? What part of him is half black, by the way? I don't know. I, that Honestly, you're the one who told me that. I didn't know that. They, I didn't know. Well. Um, yeah, that's what they said in the article. They they said he was biracial. I don't know if he, I don't know if the, oh, he well, te- he is a minority technically. Well, I don't know. I don't maybe, know if he's half. Black. Maybe he's not half black. So don't maybe. Yeah, I, I I didn't I'm know. I'm not yeah, sure about don't quote that. Don't don't quote me on that one. But he is he is at least partially of of some minority descent. Um, you know, and the only other minorities you have in the league is Robert Salah, who is of. Um, I believe it was Arabic Lebanese, right? Lebanese. Lebanese descent. Um, and then Ron Rivera, who's Hispanic. Um, you know, and so, like, it's not like they're going to hire 10 blackhead coaches and then all of a sudden, you know, hey, like, no, nah, we're we're diverse. Like, you know, we're hiring different kind of people. So, like, there's no reason to rush the lawsuit. I think you could have taken some time. You could have, you know, let it, let these jobs play out because as I was um, I was telling you uh, earlier in the week is or earlier today I'm sorry is that look if the Texans if any of them the Texans or the Saints offer him the job he doesn't have to accept it whether he accepts it or not they offer him the job it takes the teeth out of his lawsuit and it and it doesn't mean his lawsuit isn't valid it doesn't mean that he's not um you know, he wasn't done wrong by either the Giants, the Dolphins, or, or the Broncos, whoever it may be. It's just that the perception of that, him going to court and and saying that, and especially because he's also suing the league as a whole, saying that the league as a whole, that these teams are, are, pra- are practicing um, racial discrimination and – and you you either were offered a job or you you know or you accepted a job from one of these two teams like that just that doesn't really that doesn't help your case right or wrong i i don't believe that 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 should be the case that it shouldn't help it should hurt your case but the fact of the matter is it it just does well we'll see what happens with that um but let's just think about this though like he's not you would agree he's not coaching ever again I, it would be very different in the nfl he, I, I, it would be very difficult for me to see him coaching in the NFL. Um, I think, I mean, the only, the only possibility I could see is if, you know, maybe they get some black ownership in there and somebody w- gives them a chance. I mean, we'll see what happens with the Broncos. They're up for sale. Um, actually, I think you're looking to buy them. I think the gentleman's name is Robert Smith. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Um, worth about six billion dollars, which is worth more than twenty-five of the thirty-two owners. By, by the way, I've never heard of that Robert Smith. The only Robert Smith I've heard of is the running back for the Vikings, and I'm pretty sure that's not him. That's not him. No, I, I, I honestly don't know who this guy is either. Um, never, but, never heard of him. But um, you know, I mean, if if that guy gets a team, and I highly doubt that, but if he does, you know, maybe he'll he'll give him a chance. Could be Jay Z, uh, something like that. Maybe a Jay Z if he gets into ownership. Yeah. But 
Dr. Jacob. The as the league is currently con- as the ownership of the league is currently constructed, I don't see that man working in the league again. And I and I I was telling you I don't think he can coach in college either. Well, I mean, high school is always available. He has his money, so actually, he, he maybe he could coach an HBCU. Yeah, they'll probably hire him. Maybe one of them will hire him. An HBCU but, could hire him, but I I as far as like like major Division One football, nah. Power five, group of five, nah. It's just funny though. This is the same dude who uh, went after Kenny Stills. Yeah. Yeah. Look how things change. That's how it be sometimes. Yeah, until it's still it's you under the light. Then then it's a problem. But all right. So yeah, that's that's our take on Brian Flores. We might get a little more into it on the on the pod that you hear on Monday. But it's me and Brandon. It's a pod with me and Brandon. So you know what we about to do. It's time for the NBA, sir. Time for some NBA. Time for some trades. We have a trade. A trade to announce, yes. Yes. If you probably already, I know Clay always says this, but yeah, you probably already know this. Uh, Eric Bledsoe got traded to Portland, which seems like a, um, and Keon Johnson. And, and Keon Johnson, Justice Winslow. Not a Heat legend, right? Not a Heat legend, Justice Winslow. I mean, we were very happy when he got drafted. I remember we were like, it was we were close, there that night. It was draft night. You know, the way on the way out the door, you, ju- you just can't act that way. That does not scream culture. So, so he's not a Heat legend. He is not a Heat. I mean, Shaq legend. wasn't happy. You still say he's a Heat legend. Yes, but Shaq won a ring. So. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Fair even, enough. Even though low key in that Maverick series, the second best player was probably with. Either Udonis Haslam or Antoine Walker. Oh, I was gonna say um, Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning was the best center. Uh-huh. He might have been like the third best player. I thought he had a run. Antoine Walker, I'm not counting. I thought it was either Haslam. I'm not counting. I'm not giving Antoine Walker that type of love. I'm still upset with Antoine Walker. So yeah, but a- Antoine Walker was the second leading scorer in that series. He had like a couple of. Uh, I think he had. He had a couple. Of I know he had moments. like a 16 point game in there somewhere. I think that was like game four. Bro, it was a struggle watching Antoine Walker play. Honestly, that series was a struggle to watch. Yeah, but watching him play the whole year. See, you're just thinking about the series. I remember him the whole year. I remember, like, we traded for this. Yeah. Look, man, yeah. He, uh, he was transitioning. You to, know how uh, bad it forward. is? You know how bad you have to play? <laughs> he was transitioning to the stretch four. <laughs> it, it hadn't been created yet in the league, you know. It was he was grounds. the first stretch. He, just, he, didn't, he didn't, you know, he didn't really know. He came into the league as a three. <laughs> By the time he left Miami, he yeah, was Yeah, that kind five. of thing hadn't happened yet, you know. The the DeMar DeRozan transition in San Antonio. He's a two yeah, now, but he, by the way. But he was, but he was in a... DeMar DeRozan was like, he never the, lost, uh, he never gained weight during the, the, his body never stretched. The Boris Diaw, I came into the league with the Suns <laughs> as a three. I end up with the Spurs as a four. Five. Yeah, that's true. He yeah, was a five because y'all love Tim, Tim Duggan's a power forward. So, you know, whatever. like that, uh, that kind of thing is, it hadn't happened. It was, it was new to the league. He's a pioneer. Oh, my goodness. Antoine Walker. What a, what a waste. At low key, sometimes I question maybe, just maybe they should have kept Eddie Jones. Just maybe. No. No. Okay. No. I'm just saying. It was, I'm just saying. Sometimes I think about that. Broward legend. Not a, uh, not, I'm not sure about a heat legend. That one's kind of up for debate. Khalil says no. I'm on the <sighs> why fence. Keep saying he, why y'all got to let people know he's from Broward? Because, yeah, that's a Blanche Ely product, sir. I don't f- no disrespect to anybody with Blanche Ely, but I don't give a fuck about Blanche Ely. Well, I've been there once. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing to sniff at. Listen, you don't, uh, do you know if anybody from Pompano listen to this podcast? Because Pompano won't like that. I don't live, but I don't go to Pompano. I guess that's fair. I don't even go to the clubs that people go to that are from Pompano. I'll never see them. All right, I 
guess that's fair. Shout, but shout out to them though. No, no, no. You can't right. shout them after. Yes, shout I can. After I didn't shit did, on their I school. I didn't shit on Blanche. Sir, first of all, have you seen Blanche Ely? I have seen Blanche okay. Ely. I just want to let you know. I'll tell you a story about Blanche Blanche Ely. I was told about. We're this. getting off topic. I know topic. we are, but it's fine. We don't have to. Uh, we don't have the others here trying to trying to go. Yeah, I know what you're about to say. It's Black History Month. You can say it. I'll tell you, man. Listen, all right. Look. So here's the deal, man. I was told this story went back when I was coaching high school basketball. All right. Bla- uh, Blanche Ely had a coach. Um, his name escapes me at the moment. But he had a <laughs> legend. Tell a story. <laughs> he had a legend. I forgot his name, bro. Okay. He, look, you know who this man is if you see him, because he'd be wearing like, look, he'd be wearing like leopard print shoes and like leopard print shirts. Wait, what? Yeah, it's pretty wild. This dude, I think his name's like I forgot. I think his name was uh like Robert Melvin or something. I can't remember his name. And he could afford all of that on a high school coach's salary. Uh, I guess. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. So he was wearing mm-hmm. it. That's all I know. I've seen this man. He wear it. He wear mm-hmm. it. And so, um, you know, this gentleman uh, at some point he, he's won like eight state championships over there. Um, they they fired him. Okay. Um, at some point, I think it was around like twenty thirteen or fourteen. School wanted to fire him. They let him go, and the hood was not happy. The streets weren't the streets were popping over, not feeling it. They were not feeling it. In Ooh. fact, they were not feeling it so much that um, the school rehired him. The school oh from pressure. Yeah. Wow. That's what I was telling you. Be careful what you say about Pompano. Coach Cliff, was he even getting that type of love down there, <laughs> down there in Pine? So that's right. Because Flanagan is not the same stature of Blanche Ely. Doesn't oh, mean right. the same to the community. In Pines, you got, you got MacArthur, you got. Flanagan. MacArthur's Hollywood. That's not Pines. I gotta stop doing that. Most of them kids are from our Hollywood. Don't do that. Look, it's in Pembroke. Church and so. state. Don't do that. Come on now. You separation. Got Everglades. West Broward over there now. First of all, West Broward is West Miramar. That's a totally different lifestyle. All right. Let's not do that. You got, look, Miramar got some Pines kids over there too. They got some of the East Pines boys over there too. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, so, yeah that's true. Look, okay, saying. whatever. Whatever. Look, we got to get back on track. This is what they were talking about. All right. All right. So there was a trade. Justice Winslow, non Heat legend, got traded. Hey, look, that big ass tangent. Um, He got traded to Portland for um Norman Powell. And Robert Covington, who I I was very surprised Robert Covington went for a, a second-round pick, basically a future second-round pick. A 2025 second-round pick that it's belongs to the Pistons. I mean, maybe maybe they look at it like the it's going to be like the equivalent to like a late first. I don't care what you think it is the equivalent of. It is not. What if they get the like the next first. Joker with the pick? You know, you never know how these things go. It's do like, you it's trust like the, the Detroit? Do you trust Portland? I just want to say, hey, to look, draft hey, look. the next Jokic. I'm just saying, look, there was a time where Paul Gasol got traded to the Lakers, and people were really upset about the trade. And then years down the line, the trade, even though at the time the trade still looked like a heist, and people might question that it was a great steal. You know, they got Mark Gasol. Kind of worked out. They got back like a, you know, a borderline. They got back an all-NBA center. They gave up an all-NBA center for another all-NBA center. You don't know how these trades go down the line, you know? You never know. Well, if it turns out that the 2025 first-round pick, uh, second-round pick that belongs to the Detroit Pistons ends up in an all-NBA center. Yes. We will talk about that on we get there. that podcast in 2025. 
All right, so you don't like okay, so but we've talked right about this. now. You don't like the trade. Look. I I no, actually the trade on his preference, no, I don't like it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, for the Trailblazers, for the Clippers. For the Clippers, that is that is a that like I don't even think a heist is is the it's appropriate word. There, there's not a word in an English language that describes how much of a steal this trade is. Do you think? Do you think by this trade, now that they've made this trade for Robert Covington and Norman Powell? Wait, who's running th- the Clippers? Is it Jerry West? Um, no, I think it's still. Um, is it still Lawrence Frank? We can we can Google that. I think that. Jerry West is involved in there. So. No, Jerry West is there. I think he's still there, but I think Lawrence Frank is still um, running the team. Well, I'll tell you who made this trade. This was Jerry West. Oh, and it's that good of a trade it has to be. Has to be oh, yeah. Jerry West. This has Jerry West, West written all over it. No, man. Uh, um, Lawrence Frank is uh, president of basketball operations. Oh, okay. Jerry West must be like a consultant. Well, this was his idea for sure. I don't care. <laughs> what you think Jerry West was like? I he, don't care. This did. trade has Jerry West written all over it. And I'm just letting you know now, people. He's an executive board member, Jerry West. So I think this is a Lawrence Frank trade. We might not know, but I think this is a Lawrence, I think I don't think this is a Jerry West trade. Was Lawrence Frank on the phone with whoever the hell the interim GM of the Pro- Trailblazers probably was? Sure. It wasn't Jerry West. But I'm telling you right now, Jerry West went to Lawrence Frank and said, "Yo, I got a trade for you. You spit this to them fools over there in Portland. They're gonna accept this nonsense." And sure enough, they did. Didn't he have to like chill out after like the little tam- uh, tampering thing came against him about Kawhi? Jerry wasn't even have to like lay low. For oh, I bit. think yeah, they probably like that's probably why he's like an executive board member. Okay, all right. like, moved him up. <laughs> yeah, just said, yeah, just go away. Not, just not, go away, Jerry. He's not involved in the basketball decisions. He just be around. Yeah, you know Jerry. He just be around him. He By the way, speaking of another tangent, you heard about uh, Jerry West coming after the Lakers. Yeah, so that look. Let's let's stay on track. Let's just yeah, stay on track. Anyway, all right, all so right. look. I was trying to say they didn't really have the, they didn't really give up anything, which I'm surprised about. So that still leaves them in line, I think, to make another trade. They could. They, they don't have anything to trade but players. Yeah, that's why they gave up the second round pick. That's all they had. Yeah, yeah, but I still think they can make another trade, sir. All right, what you got? I got John Wall. I think they go trade for John Wall. Yeah, they need a point guard. I I, I know everybody who likes Reggie Jackson, up? but who are they giving up? Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard. They can't give up Richie Jackson after he sunk the Lakers. Yes, you can. Nah, man. Nah. Look, they're building for next look here, man. Clout, bro. He, got, oh he got that clout. Look, man, I know you like Reggie Jackson. For John Wall, too? Come on, man. What are you going to get out of John Wall? You don't know. No, nah, I think I know. John. basketball in two years. Come on. He played last year. All right, he played like... He, he had, looked good. He didn't oh, look he bad. He had like 15 minutes in the NBA last year. Come on. Do we I'm know not worried about gonna it. He's going to hold up. Is that knee going to hold up after? I mean, uh, as you've games? seen, as we've seen with advanced science and the progression of players, especially if you take a couple of years off, you usually come back and you look like you, you look better than when you left. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sold. I would rather. I'm, are you are you trying to tell me you'd rather have Reggie Jackson than John Wall? Right now, I think I think with the yes, team that they're building, I, I think I think John Wall would be a better fit. I would I would rather have Reggie Jackson. I know what I'm going to get out of Reggie Jackson. Now with this trade. Um, honestly, they'll probably have enough depth that it might not matter. They could probably trade John Wall if they want to go for the name. And, you know, if he if he is healthy and he plays well and he can last a, a, a 70 games um, a season, then 
Hey, more power to you. I uh, think John Wall would be a good pickup for them. And he, his contract's not – there's only, like, what, two more – I think he has less years on his contract than Westbrook did. He's got – no, they have the same amount of years. They have the same amount of years? Yeah, they yeah, have the same exact contract. That contract's over after next season. Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad trade. It's not like it's not like you're stuck with him forever. I mean, you're really going to really use him for next season anyway. So it's like a one-year deal. Um. Yeah, true. You really want to keep Luke Kennard? Oh, no, he got to go. Okay, all right. Marcus Morris. Although Luke Kennard almost beat the Heat. That shit was disgusting. That man kept uh, So is Gary Trent Jr. We, we know the story of the random Gary scrub Trent heat killers. Jr. I don't really care. president of the random scrub heat killer. That man dropped like 30 on the Heat in three straight games in like a nine-day span. That yeah. shit's disgusting. Times are tough. All right. Also, so that's I think, and I think that's good for the Clippers. They're obviously gearing for either the end of this year, which I highly doubt. I highly doubt those two dudes are coming back, but most likely next. Uh, the Kawhi is out the year. That's what Ty Lue said. I think yesterday. He said he's probably out for the year. Yeah, he said he's so, probably out the year. But that makes him good. But that's smart. They're kind of doing what the Warriors did. You're gearing yourself up not for this season, obviously, but that doesn't mean you stop working or you don't make any moves. You still, you still build the team for when they do Look, come back. I love this trade for the Clippers. Yes, this I know is, you like, just hate it for the the, for the Clippers the are gonna cut like next year when they get uh, Paul George back and they get Kawhi back and if they could. I mean, if they make a move, they'll have to, like, give up some of that depth. But I probably wouldn't because you could still have Marcus Morris over there. You get you add Norman Powell to the mix with um, Robert Covington. And you st- who else they got over there? You got Reggie Jackson still. I mean, that's a team, man. That's a team. The only thing they need to do, they, they, they got to do something at center. Can they trade Serge Ibaka, too? Um, I don't think they probably him. could. Like that might be because I think he's on expiring deal. The only thing is, you like, I don't think you have anything to trade. Like you got to, like that would be somebody you dump on, on like the the Thunder or something. I think you can get a second round pick for like Serge Ibaka. I don't think they have a second round pick to trade. No, I'm saying I think you can get a second round pick. I think you can get a contender to give you a I second round pick. I don't think you could. He's not playing. He hasn't played. He's not healthy. No, he came back. He came back. He's just not playing. Yeah, because he didn't play against the Heat. He, he, I can check, but he came back. He's not hurt. He came back from injury. He's not out. He's not. He hasn't been out that long. Uh, I don't know that back. I think that back might be acting up. Oh, with Serge Ibaka. Yeah, that that was a problem. That's why I was out. But because there's no reason for them not to be playing him. It's not like like they're not like loaded at center. They got Zubots and that's it. No, no, he's on the trade trade block. He's healthy. Oh well, okay. Yeah, it just it's just how it be. Um, okay, so that's so that's the Clippers. All right, let's move on to the East. Uh, news came out today um, while we're recording this that now the Nets are allegedly willing, are open to trading for um, to trading James Harden. Um, the most likely trade that would make sense would be uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden, since Daryl Morey is just infatuated with James Harden. I guess he can't he can't live a basketball life without James Harden on his team. That's what it appears. I think the Nets should do it. You think the Nets should do it? Yep. Okay. If this trade happens, let's just say it's just straight up as Ben Simmons for James Harden. All right. Let's just say just hypothetical. I'm pretty sure Philly might have to give up a little bit more though. You'd have to. That'd probably be um, honestly. Because James Harden, I think, makes more money anyway. So it's kind of contractually. He makes a lot more money. So that would probably have to be. Um, I mean, there's some filler. We. It honestly, they might have to throw in Seth Curry. I don't think they have any salaries big enough. I don't think they'd be mad about that, though. Because um, you already got Maxi, You got Tybal. Um, they have somebody I else you I have, forgot. You'd, you'd have to trade Maxi. 
I don't think I don't think you have to trade Maxi. I'm not doing that trade if I'm the Nets if I'm not getting Maxi. Huh? I'm not doing that trade unless you give me Maxi. I think if you can Harden's sell- a better player. Huh? Harden's a better player and it's not even close. You need to give me I'll take Ben Simmons, but you need to give me Maxi and then after what that What if they gave you Shake Milton? Shaking him up. That's fine. You probably need a salary for filler, but no, I need Tyrese Maxi. I'm no, I'm saying okay. So you're not doing that. Like dunk? okay, I need Ben Simmons. Okay. I need Tyrese Maxey. I don't even care about the picks. Um, I need those two. After that, whatever we need to make the trade work uh, financially, fine. Throw it in there. I mean, with Jam- I mean James is um, look good. I mean James has has gotten better, but he's not looking like 2018 James Harden. If the Nets were if the Nets were going into like a full rebuild, and they were just selling off everybody, you'd be fine with that trade. James Harden will get you something similar to what he what they traded for him in the first place. A bunch of picks? You could get like of comparable value. You could get if you wanted to go with the picks route, you could probably get three okay. for him. Um if you wanted to go then like you could probably get like maybe a couple young players and like two first round picks. Like James Harden's value it it holds water. Ben Simmons value does not. Okay. So if hypothetically they were to do this trade the way that you would have it constructed to make sense, right? Which team ends up getting the better end of the deal? Which the, team ends, ends up? Okay. Uh, look, I don't look personally. Um, and here, so the issue that I think the Sixers are going to run into trading Ben Simmons, they're going to have two issues. One, I don't think they're going to get the value that they want, obviously. Well, if they get James Harden, you have to give up Tyreek Maxey. They might be happy. They might. Um, like I said, they might. Um, I mean, they would. I don't think even. I think right, Daryl yeah. Morey would. He just cares about the superstar. I don't think Ty- Daryl Morey gives a damn about Tyrese Maxey. No. Um, and so he'll he'll get James Harden, and and they'll they'll probably have to trade their depth just because they don't have the salaries. Like Stephen Curry, uh, Seth Curry. I'm sorry, will probably have to be in that trade. Uh, um, we should probably look at that. I should go. On the I mean, we machine. could pull up the trade. Uh, I'll pull up I, the trade machine right now. I don't think. I don't think it would be. I don't think they have to give up that much. Their roster isn't. James I mean, Harden makes what forty five million, I think. Uh, James Harden makes. I mean, he makes obviously he makes a lot of money, but I don't think it's that much different because I mean Simmons still is ten, even though James so, James Harden this year makes forty four point three million dollars. Oh Jesus, that's a lot of money. Ben Simmons this year I think is at like thirty. Um, somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. Let's see. Ben Simmons right now is at. Let's see. He ben Simmons' salary. Is, he makes thirty-three million. They're not that far off. So you're ten million apart. Yeah. All right. So look, man. I'm doing Max this. Max only tra- makes two million. So that doesn't really make sense. All right. I'm doing this trade. All right. You got to give me. I need Simmons. All right. No, you know who they would trade. They probably would trade Danny Green. Danny Green. Yep. That'd um, do it. Danny Green and Simmons probably get traded. I'm not doing that trade. If I'm the Nets. Wait, what? I'm getting screwed. Actually, I think they probably, you might be right. They probably would sell. You need to give me Tyrese Maxey. Like, I would probably do it, like, bare minimum. Like, I'd probably do it for Tybal instead of Maxey. I don't think you trade Maxey if you're trading. I don't think you trade Tybal if you're trading for James Harden. That's kind of counterproductive. Exactly. I don't think that's beneficial to the Sixers, one. I could see them trading Maxey. I don't think, I don't think that. Well, I think the Nets could use some more defense. Um, I think Tyrese Maxey is actually the the smarter play because Tyrese Maxey will be your Kyrie Irving, like your your beta your your uh, your diet. 
Kyrie Irving, if you will. Your Kyrie protection plan. Yeah. Yeah. So when Kyrie is is you know missing that game seven at home in the second round, it's Tyree Maxey. You're starting Tyree's Maxey, and I think they'll be fine with Tyree's Maxey, uh, James Hart, uh, fucking um, Kevin Durant. They'll be fine. Um, I think, and then you have Ben Simmons. You trade for Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons is going to give you the defense. You don't need Ben Simmons to make shots in the fourth quarter. You don't need Ben Simmons to hit free throws in the fourth quarter. You just need ben, you need Ben Simmons to play that all NBA defense that he can play. Okay, so so you basically would have. Um, I have breaking news. What's the breaking news? From Khalil, he just passed it to me. What's the breaking news? From parts unknown, the Sixers won't include second-year guard Tyrese Max <laughs> in any trade for James Harden. Just got the notification. Breaking news. You heard it first. You heard it first. Probably um, not, yeah. So, so I don't care what CBS Sports says. They right. just told who you. The hell, who the hell is running the uh, the Who's running the Nets? Who's running the Nets? Yeah, who's their G? Is it Sean Marks? It is Sean Marks. All yeah. Right. So if I'm Sean Marks, all right. Look, Daryl. Daryl. All right. It's not happening, man. You want James Harden? You got to give me Tyrese. I'm Max telling you right now that trade's happening, and is that maybe they'll now maybe now they'll include uh, Seth Curry, but that's it, dude. That's, uh, I'm telling you, look. they're going to be like, we'll give you Ben Simmons and Seth Curry. Keep it moving. Oh, great. So you can have two Patty Mills, two small <laughs> guards that can't defend. Great. Guess what that means? Heat and five. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's always heat and You five. just said this they're not four. sure if Kyrie's going to play. They're going to need the extra guard. I'd rather have Tyrese Maxey than Seth Curry. I understand what you would have, but that's not what they're giving up. Look, bo- look, you're, you, look must, here, you, you, are, you are confusing... GM's here. This is Sean Marks, not Billy King. All right, calm down. All right, Sean Marks, he's cool, but he ain't, the, he ain't the greatest GM. I seen didn't say like, he was. I said he's not Billy King. He can get easily influenced. I'm, not, I'm cool. I said he is not Billy. I King. understand that, but he ain't that much. He ain't that much better. Like, calm down, okay? There's still the man who, as you can see, Jared Allen, who's a borderline all star, and he gave him for look. DeAndre to keep DeAndre Jordan. All right, the hell with that, dude. Dude, give me tires, Max. Otherwise, we got nothing to talk about. Okay, so when the trade happens, because it's going to, well, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if the trade happens and they don't give up Tyreek Maxey, well, how would you feel? I'd, I'd be thrilled. Because it means, like I said, heat and five. <laughs> so if the, if that the, means, it means, look, I'm not really too worried about the Nets right now, um, just because. So like, if they get Simmons and Simmons plays, how much better do you think it makes them compared yeah. to the other teams? You can still have the heat winning, I think, but I think if they have if they have Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant and half of Kyrie Irving. Okay. Is this with Tyrese Maxey or without? You we'll do without, then you can do without this. Tyrese Maxey? Yes. I I'm not con- What if it's like they might get past the Bucks? Wait, like, you think they might get past the Bucks? They might? I think if they have Ben Simmons, they're getting past the Bucks. I don't. I do. I don't think the Bucks are that good on the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm listen, just not a listen, big playoff. Listen, I'm not. Look, I'm not. I know they have a championship. But I am not worried about the Bucks as a Heat fan. But I'm not worried about them in general. I, all right, you need to stop. They're gonna be. They. They. They'll. They'll be. Okay. Pissed. So you're telling me. You're telling me. Dude, I think. No, 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 no. I'm asking. I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna explain my point. So you're telling me the Bucks that almost lost to Kevin Durant and then what was left of the Nets. Literally by like what, like a like what, uh, thirty inches. 
You're gonna tell inches, well, how much like, was he? How much was like his feet? Thirty on the, millimeters. Thir- okay, so it was even closer, right? You're telling me if you give him Ben Simmons to help with the front line in the defense, and he actually has Kyrie. Defense isn't the wasn't the problem. No, no, no. But I'm saying, well, well I'm just saying. Their pro- the reason why they the Nets almost beat the Bucks was their offense. That's it. But he didn't. But that's my point. He has more offensively to work with than he had. Ben last year. Simmons. What? Okay, I okay, I get it. You're not you're not a big fan of Ben Simmons shooting or whatever, but he will. Sir, worked. sir. But there's some matchups. There's some matchups. Some things you can do. Sir, with Ben six Simmons. months ago, Doc Rivers sat up there in a press conference and said, "I'm not sure he could be the uh, a point guard on a championship team." Okay, that's that's fine. Oh, look, I don't look. He I'm not. I'm not the biggest. Not the biggest Doc Rivers fan. Not at all. But Doc Rivers knows. Basketball. All right, even if you don't, okay, even if you don't care about the offense, you're still gonna have, you're still gonna have a healthy, pa- you're still gonna have a better, a borderline, still a better supporting cast than what the hell they had last year. By the end of no, the season, no, you don't have. Look, you are not. You need. They need impact guys, okay? Because if you look, Seth Curry is a nice little player, okay. Seth Curry does not move the needle for me in the playoffs. He does not. I'm sorry. Can he win me, you know, maybe a, a few regular season games, um, you know, with some hot shooting? Yeah. Yeah, he can. He's done it. He's done it this year. But he is not going to make the difference in a playoff series. Not when you're going up against the Bucks, who have a top five defense in the NBA. Not when you're going up against the Heat, who at that point will likely have – Victor Oladipo back to add to, to their already hellacious defense. All right. Well, that's a fair point. I'll I need I need guys because Seth Curry in a playoff series is a spot-up shooter, which is fine for Joel Embiid. That's – that's that. Well, it, in, don't, it don't work for Kevin Durant? It'll – yeah, you need shooters around Kevin Durant, but if you're not going to have Kyrie the whole time, I need more dynamism. I need more than just – Ooh, that looked bad. Well, are we sure, Kyrie? I need are we sure by the time the playoffs come, they won't find a because that's was, the whole point. Are we sure? I don't know. Okay. I'm making this. Tra- I'm making this trade now in February. Do, could Kyrie Irving like put all this to bed and go get vaccinated tomorrow? Or, sure. Or the team just takes the fines in the playoffs. No, the NBA said they won't allow him to do it. They won't allow. Him? Yeah, the okay. NBA came out put with a memo literally after they they said that that report came out. The NBA. Send out a memo like the day later said you were not allowed to do that. They won't. The they won't. Won't they won't even let him play. No, they won't let him play. So listen, you you need Tyrese Maxey is a dynamic perimeter player who can score from multiple levels. He is a like look. He is not like a super knockdown shooter. Seth Curry's a better shooter than Tyrese Maxey. Okay, but Maxey is a more dynamic player. And that will help the Nets more. I'm not in a I'm playoff not, series. Not, That's what they I'm need. I'm not disagreeing with you, They're, but I'm, I'm telling you, if the trade happens, which it might happen, the dead when is the deadline? Deadline is what uh, next week Thursday. Yeah, the tenth. Yeah, so I mean, we're approaching it. Um, I know you thought it was going to be a quiet deadline, but I told you usually, um, sometimes once one or two trades happen, then it just starts going. It's like a, it's like a stack of cards, it's like dominoes. Trades getting look, look. If, if we out here talking about Robert Covington getting traded, that ain't no big deadline, man. No, no, no. But you, but I'm not saying that. But I I'm saying if, if, if other talking. trades start to happen, it can start. It can jump set. Um, other trades have possibilities. You never know. You know how it is. One minute you think nothing's gonna happen, and the next minute, bam, there's like three trades. And you're like, what the hell? 
So you never know. So um, we'll we'll keep posted on that. I guess we're gonna have to. We ain't done with this. I'm, look, this, you want some nonsense? If you think Ben Simmons without Tyrese Maxey makes the Nets better, I I like Ben you Simmons. Have to, you're you're asking. That's fine if you like Ben Simmons. I'm talking about from a look. I get, I get what you're saying. This that does not that doesn't make them a better playoff proposition. Like Ben, look, Ben Simmons is not not the issue in this deal. Ben Simmons gives them something you need. We're not arguing that. They, I think they they could use the the defense that they'll get from Ben Simmons. Well, I'm not I'm not saying that that Seth Curry is it's better for them to have Seth Curry than Tyrese Maxey. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that from based off of the points that we just heard, they're not trading Tyrese Maxey. So I'm already taking them off the board. That's all I'm saying. And then I'm taking the trade off the board because that trade that trade doesn't make any sense for the Nets otherwise. Well, as you just saw today, people make trades even if they don't make sense for the other team. Somebody yeah, okay, still, but some the net the, the Nets have pl have have, pl have championship aspirations, and if you they're not going to look. If Sean Marks does this and makes me look stupid, mm -hmm. I will be look. I'm not going to sit up here and cry about it because I like the Heat even more. Okay, if they do this. I'm telling you from a basketball perspective, doing that trade without Tyrese Maxey makes no sense. They will have, and and if they and 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 please, please if if they say don't give me Tyrese Maxey and they take Tybal, oh please, please, because then the Nets will be out there in the fourth quarter with Kevin Durant, um, freaking uh, Tybal, uh, what like Nick Claxton or some shit, so a bunch of people that can't shoot, Kevin Durant and a bunch of people that can't shoot. You mean I the will, OKC Thunder? The freaking yes. Oh, like, taking them back. That'll that'll be the Thunder again, and I will gladly love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So look, we don't have to wrap it up because we're we're going past usually what time that we like to do for these little bonus episodes. Um, we will be back most likely on Thursday if there's any trades that happen, right? Uh, After yeah, the deadline uh, to re to review the trade deadline. We'll review some of the trade deadline. If not, then of course, you know, well, it doesn't matter. You're gonna you're gonna hear from us on Thursday, but at least. At least you'll uh, you'll know. So just check out for us. I was trying to think of a, a song to end this podcast with, but I feel like there's a song that that goes perfectly with what we were talking about this today. Uh, shout out to the the DMV. Shout out to Wale. You ever heard "Sue Me"? <laughs> it's a good song. All right, go ahead, man. It's a good song, Play man. Us out. All right, man. This has been another episode from the Child Talk podcast. We will see y'all on Monday. We are out. Later. On my way to Bootsy Bella with hella the hoes. Tryin' to think what I'ma tell them when they get alone. I'm a glutton for women I shouldn't yearn for. Shouldn't be tempted, but baby. This has been another five-star production. Because I was searching, I found me the perfect person, but me and her didn't work out. She burned.